0: It's Dr. Reuben West here with Voices of Change. I have an amazing guest for you today. I'm gonna introduce him in just a minute. Here's what I want you to do before we get started. I want you to post where you're listening from. Just, Just let us know where you're listening from. And then the other thing I want you to do, share this video. Now I'm telling you to share it now before we even get started because I already met this gentleman in person. He's absolutely phenomenal and you're going to want to share this information out. There's probably somebody who needs to hear it. So just do me a favor and share this in this video. Let me just give you a little bit of his bio. I'm I'm bringing to this interview Dr. Estelle Collins. Let me tell you about Dr. Collins. Uh, it and, and I'm gonna be honest, it's an honor to introduce you to him. He's one of Guyana's distinguished youth ambassadors. Uh, Dr. Collins is the CEO of Better Defined One, BD1 Leadership. He was the youngest chairman of the board of directors for Habitat of Humanity for Ga- Guyana. He was appointed as, as the special envoy representative to the government of Guyana on behalf of the United States Global Leadership Council. Now, I'm talking about none other than Dr. Estelle Collins. Listen to this. Uh, he's the recipient of countless awards. I, I, I don't have time to go through all of his awards or that's all we'd be able to get to. So I just pulled a few from his bio, but Dr. Estelle Collins is a recipient of the United Nations Golden Rule International Award. Uh, He's recipient of Guyana's Award of Excellence. He was awarded the Global Leadership Award at Capitol Hill in Washington, DC. He's a world civility ambassador. And and not only that, I'm gonna bring him on in about five or 10 seconds. I'm gonna do that, but let me tell you this. Dr. Estelle Collins, the founder of I Change Nations literally looked at his body of work because he's been in a lot of different areas, a lot of different countries. I'm not going to tell you about it. I'm going to let him tell you. And he looked at his body of work and he said, here's what we got to do. We're going to make an award named after him. And so there's the I Change Nations Dr. Estelle Collins Global Inner Inspiration Award. I'm gonna tell you about that later, but do me a favor, give him a virtual round of applause as I bring in Dr. Estelle Collins. Dr. Estelle, how's it going?
1: Hey, good evening. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, I can tell you the people are already, are already coming in. I appreciate you. We got Corey Fox from Topeka, Kansas. Thanks for joining. Uh, Dr. Charles from Canada. Thank you for, for tuning in. Uh, April from Men- Memphis. I appreciate you. We have... Dr. Tracy Ward tuning in, uh, Sonia Robinson from Glam Blank Michigan. I told you that I told you they were lining <laughs> up to see you. I, if, if I called out everybody, we got Jamal Adams from Guyana. Jamal, thank you for hey, being here. You, hey, you know what, what kind of person I'm bringing to the stage. If you know I'm from Guyana, we have yeah. Ty from Baltimore, Monique from St. Louis. Listen, I could spend all day just going through <laughs> who's here. I told you they were going to be excited about uh, hearing you, seeing you. I've already been sharing information's about, uh, information about you. So we're just going to get right into it. Here's what I want you to do. If there's something that he says, and I know there's going to be that, that really resonates with you, I want you to post it in the feed because your big takeaway could be somebody else's big breakthrough. So post it in the yeah. feed and, and do me a favor right now. Like I said, invite someone, invite someone, tell them to tune in, post their name in the feed. I'm going to go ahead and get started with Dr. Estelle Collins. Now, Dr. Collins, I read in the introduction that uh, you have an organization called BD1. BD1, BD1 yes. organization. Tell us about that. What is it, and what made you develop that?
1: You know, I was actually living in South Africa at the time, and my brother visited me. And at the time, I had had the company called Estelle's Pen Empire. Mm-hmm. But he said we should do something because I was contemplating returning to Guyana. Yes. And um, because I wasn't resident in South Africa and my my passport is renewable every five years. Yes. So um, Dr. Monroe was actually visiting South Africa. So I knew I had to consult with him on my next move. But my brother said, in the event that you have to come to Guyana, you should do something that is tailored for, for the Guyanese um, citizenry. So yes. he said, let's do something called be the one. So it actually really came from him. But it, the concept is, better defined one. Don't okay. vote for the one, don't vote for the one, but become the change that you seek. So that is the whole nexus for that, that, that movement. I, I, I intended it to be a movement and you would have seen while living in South Africa, my ambition was to actually reach a million souls. Wow. So I heard Dr. Monroe talked about um, not necessarily speaking to the masses, but speaking to leaders. And mm-hmm. when you infect leaders with a, a thought, an idea, a philosophy, there, you're literally touching everyone that they touch. Mm. So that was the concept. So it's not necessarily speaking to the masses, but speaking to selective individuals whom has a circle of influence. Yes. And therefore, you now inoculate their um, sphere of influence. So I that wonder, was the concept.
0: Wonderful. So it's not just speaking to individuals, it's speaking to key individuals, and through those yes. conversations, they're gonna disseminate the information, therefore expanding your influence. So I, I told you this guy was brilliant. What did I tell you? Uh, we had another person uh, tune in from Guyana. Ruth, thank you, Ruth, for tuning in from Guyana. Make sure you share this video because yes. Dr. Stell's is gonna be do- dropping some knowledge. Dr. Stell, so we, we got the B to one organization. But you said, we talked, and you said you've spoken to between 800 and, no, you've done between 800 and 900 seminars, youth seminars,
1: correct? Since my return to Guyana in 2012. Since 2012.
0: That
1: was just there, yeah.
0: Oh, my God. 800 to 900 since 2012. And so in Mm -hmm. speaking to them, what is your key message? What do you say when you go to speak to them?
1: The concept is really to helping them to understand that um, they're an answer to a question God has asked in this generation. Mm. And helping them not to be generational thieves. You see, I believe in the concept of purpose. Yes. And I believe nothing is produced without purpose. Mm. Um, oftentimes, you, when, I, when I just returned, I used to st- every time I did a seminar, I, I, I stood on a chair. Mm-hmm. And the concept was to explain and express the idea that um, before the chair was produced, purpose preceded the planning and the manufacturing. Mm-hmm. So even though I, I, and I give a scenario saying that if I had a large audience and there was no stage, I can use the chair as a stage. Yes. So I would, I would demonstrate by actually standing on the chair. I said, this chair has successfully elevated me. It is now being used as a stage. But I said to the maker of the chair, all I am doing is abnormally using the chair. Yes. Thus, I'm abusing the chair. So I then likened that onto my audience and said that even though you might be successful in your endeavors, it can be abuse. If you are going in contravention to God's original idea. Come so- on
0: now, wait, 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 let's break this down. Did y'all hear that? You see, You said, Come on. That's why I love this. I'm going to be taking some of your information when I go speak to these youth. <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> is the signal. Hello?
0: You're
1: still on. It's still ticking. Back to us. Oh, he's coming back.
0: I, I got so excited, it backed <laughs> me out. Yeah. I was hyped. So, so, so what you were saying is, you can still be successful, but that success can still be abusive if you're not
1: being successful in the area that God created you for. That's really wrong. <laughs> success- you know, and it's it literally to so because there are people who have led successful lives. You, yeah. you you've, you've seen the stars, and they still commit suicide because it's a degree of fulfillment when it comes to actually doing and living on purpose. You know there's a concept that says become yourself and defeat regrets because mm-hmm. many people have of, uh, pursued careers. They have garnered the level of wealth and notoriety and success that they always wanted, but they're not satisfied. They don't have the level of grat- you know, gratitude and, 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 and contentment that is usually required. But, so when you live a life on purpose, there's yeah. a, you, you know, they said when you live a life on purpose, you don't need an alarm clock. There's a, there's a sense of deliberate living. Yes. There's a sense of intentional being. Yes. Where there's a degree of mindfulness that you are aware of where you are. So it's from nowhere to now here. So that is what I try to underscore when engaging with our youths.
0: That's wonderful. Now, uh, Dr. Estelle, you talked to, about um, helping the youth discover themselves and, mm-hmm. and you, you have a philosophy, and you say you help them discover their TAGS, T-A-G-S. Now, you guys get ready for this. I, I've heard this, but <laughs> listen to Dr. Estelle when he's talked about helping the, the youth discover their TAGS. Tell us
1: what the TAGS are. Tag simply means your talents, abilities, gifts, and strengths. Talents, <laughs> abilities, gifts, gifts, and strengths. And strength. You see, a good teacher is like a candle; it consumes itself to light the way.
0: Say no, so say you, that again. Say
1: that. Say that again. A good teacher is like a candle; it consumes itself to light the way.
0: Somebody's got that in the feed. A good teacher is like a candle; it consumes itself to light the way. Continued. Yes. The-
1: Doctor Monroe taught me that you have to be. There must be a degree of authenticity do not teach what you have not lived. More so, do not teach what you have not become. So your life is the greatest teaching tool. Mm. So it's not about replicating and delivering as if you're FedEx, it's not replicating and delivering information, but rather (laughs) the embodiment of philosophies. Mm. The world, there's nothing as powerful than an idea. An idea is even more powerful than debt you yeah. know the idea of democracy that we as an even as a nation grappling with the idea of terrorism osama bin laden embodied the idea of terrorism osama bin laden is dead but the idea of terrorism persists right so there is nothing more powerful than an idea you cannot kill an idea with a bullet the only right. way to defeat an idea is with an opposing idea with a better idea so yeah. i deliver philosophies you know can, it, these are concentrated ideas, which help people to understand, you know, is, is Dr. Carter Woodson, I often like to um, quote him. He says, if you can control a man's thinking, you don't have to worry about his actions. Mm-hmm. When you determine what a man shall think, you don't have to concern yourself with what he will do. Mm-hmm. If you make a man feel that he's inferior, you don't have to compel him to accept an inferior status, for he will seek it himself. Mm. And if you make a man thing that he's just an outcast, you don't have to order him to the back door. He will go without being told. And if there's no back door, his very nature will demand one. We are now in a society that has denatured us. So no longer are we, um, it's like our very humanity has been challenged. Mm-hmm. It was, he was a slave in 154 BC. He mm. became a very famous playwright. And he says, umani mm. ni il, mi which simply means I am a human being, and nothing human can be alien to me. So even in our pursuit for success and significance as, as well as influence, one must always undergird that with a sense of humanity. You cannot be so focused on becoming successful that you, you like the, 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 you know the Bible speaks about the good Samaritan? Yes. you like the publicans and the priests who pass your fellow brothers, I said, how could you love me whom you've not seen? Yeah. But only your brother whom you see every day. So yeah. they have to be a sense of humanity even in your quest for success and significance. So I try to create an environment that helps the youth to understand that they are seeds of possibility. And my environment is just, and the information that they give her is, is just nutrients helping them to germinate. You see, instinctively, if you look at the, the turtle, the sea turtle, yes. they, when the mother delivers and they're, they're hatched on the beach, they have to, the first before they get to the sea, they have a journey along the seashore. Mm-hmm. If you as a human being um, see them and feel compassion and you, you scoop one up and you just put them into the sea, you would be doing that, that sea, that baby turtle at the service because it, it, it is the journey from the place where they hatched to the sea that helps them build the necessary muscles, wow, yeah, and endurance that will help them to deal with the difficulties of the sea. So most of us desire to to live and exist in a different realm without being processed. Mm. And going back to tags, come on. Nike communicates value. That is a brand. Your tag yeah. is your brand. That's yeah. why there are certain youth who join gangs. Right. Some people steal to wear a certain brand, a certain tag. So people want to based on your brand, your tag. Yeah. What is your brand? What, does, what value does your brand communicate? You know, we, the, most nations have been influxed with um, a not so expensive or durable brand. And we usually say it's from the Chinese. Right. So but there's certain like if you, certain states or the US, England, they have certain quality products. China, too. But the brand communicates a value. Mm-hmm. And Guyana is, was a nation that produced sugar. And that came from sugar, sugar cane. If you take a stalk of sugar cane, and you, you peel it, and you bite it, you can taste the sugar. You can taste the sweetness. But if that same sugar cane is processed and it becomes crystallized and then for the packaged, the value of the sugar cane, there's no comparison with a packaged product. Yeah. So most of us have raw talent. Come on, Doc. but you can to be Come on, Doc. You can Come on. The words, Get the scent. But if that is processed and you put it in a bottle and you call it cologne the value increases so i help the youth to understand the power the purpose and the necessity of being processed so I, that is the uncovering of your, your tag. yes uh, i i
0: told you guys now now if you haven't shared this video hit the share button. I told you he's going to be dropping nuggets all evening long. This is what he does. The The gentleman is brilliant. Dr. Charles out of Canada said, you'll be a powerful guest on his show, the new African conversation. So i want to put you two together. I already knew that was coming. I knew that when people heard <laughs> you, they would say, hey, wait a minute, we've got to get him on our show because that's what we do. Uh, Dr. Estelle, I was reading an article uh, from a while back where they were interviewing you. And in the article, you talked about leadership is complex in its simplicity and it's simple in its complexity. And and I just thought that was great. You and I talked about this, but I have to have you share this with our leaders. Break that down for us. Unpack that.
1: You know, leadership is like beauty. You can't necessarily describe it, but you know it when you see it. Most people believe that leadership is the um leadership is a position, it's a title. And thus we've we've created a generation that has an appetite for pseudo-leaders. Pseudo. People just in leadership positions and with titles. So you have not necessarily having leaders, but you have people masquerading as leaders, manipulating people. Dr. Monroe had a powerful um definition of leadership. Leadership is the capacity to influence others through inspiration, motivated by passion, generated by a vision, produced by a conviction and ignited by purpose. So your leadership is literally birthed when you discover purpose, mm. because you can be in the position of leadership and not be a leader. Everyone is born with the capacity to lead, yeah. but you must become a leader. So there is a degree of becoming. It's like, I am born male, but I must become a man. Yes, come on. Come a natural on. progression there's a natural unfolding when you understand, and hence the complexity, but it's very simple. Leadership is not something you pursue. It is what you become. Come, come on, Bobby. After you yeah. discover who you are, and it cannot necessarily be described, it cannot be taught. Hence the complexity. <laughs> right. But it's very simple. You know it when you see it. Nobody can tell you that. A sunrise, a sunset is not beautiful. But can you necessarily describe it? You know, there was a movie, um, a cartoon movie, Pocahontas. Yeah. She asked the question, can you paint with all the colors of the wind? Mm. There's certain knowledge that we, you know, when I was living in South Africa, there was a woman, Tony Locke, and she talked about having 360 degrees knowledge and information. Hmm. Our language, English, they said it's like when you have um, cherries and you squeeze it and what comes out, you then dilute and further dilute. So that's English. So it is not specific. It's not defined. It's not definite. Right. But there's certain languages. Like, for example, with, with um, I think, Hebrew, we yeah. have the various um, definitions or labels for love. Right, right, like, right. Apple, eros. Right. So it is like that. But when in English, you just say love right 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 yeah that's that's it so it's more contextual rather than you know defined right so the complexity comes in its ability to be described and defined but its simplicity is that you know it when you see it
0: you know another thing you said and and i want to i want you to expand on on this first of all kerry wolford from dubai says hello Uh, to you. She said she's watching from Dubai. She wanted to say hello to you. You you talked about there's different kinds of leadership. Some people are leaders in sports and and then some people can be leaders in technology. I want you to kind of explain that. But then you also said that um, teachers are the first people to cultivate that leadership or people who work with youth are the first people to cultivate that leadership.
1: Unpack that for us. You see, a teacher shows you where to look, Mm -hmm. but they don't tell you what to see. Teaching professionals really have to be a calling. It cannot necessarily just be a job. Your job is what you're trained to do, your work is what you're born to do. Your job is your career, your work is your life's assignment. Teaching has to be a life's assignment. You see, the mediocre teacher tells, the good teacher explains, Mm -hmm. the superior teacher demonstrates but the great teacher inspires.
0: No, no, c- come on. Do that again. Now, wait a minute, Doctor. S- you cannot run past that. Do that one more time. Somebody put this in the feed.
1: Do, the, go ahead, sir. The mediocre teacher tells, the good teacher explains, the superior teacher demonstrates, but the great teacher inspires.
0: Mm.
1: Inspiration, greatness is service. You. It was Dr. Martin Luther King who says, not everyone can be famous, but everyone can be great because greatness is a matter of service. And the teacher literally had to serve the next generation. You see, education, educo, educares, education literally means coming out of darkness into light. Mm -hmm. It was um, Abraham Lincoln Mm -hmm. who says, the dogmas of the quiet past are inadequate for the stormy present. The occasion is piled high with difficulties. And we must rise, not to, but with the occasion. Or a case is new, so we must think anew and act anew, and disenthrall ourselves from old patterns and old ideas. Only then can we save our land, and that is why you need teachers. They are they are the true heroes. Mm-hmm. Teaching literally is a selfless discipline, and let me pass on to celebrate all the teachers. But teaching is a noble profession, and I believe they ought to be you know compensated <laughs> commensurate to their the degree of dedication that they have to um deliver. Mm, I love it. Uh Dr. Estelle, you
0: know, you're you're giving us some great information. I, I knew you would, and, and people are certainly responding in the feed. Uh, I, I want to talk and, and help them better understand who you are because number one, I, I've already gotten people messaging me that this show is not going to be long enough. We have to have you back. I already agree. <laughs> But I want to take you through some things. Number one, um, how important is mentorship, and who who is one ah, of your mentors?
1: That's very good, Dr. Monroe. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <laughs> Dr. Monroe. Um, my first, my, my childhood mentor, first of all, was um, Gavin Robertson, and he actually introduced me to Dr. Monroe through a book. So I was mentored by him before getting to know him the book was called maximizing your potential Mm -hmm. where i grew up it was not necessarily um the best part of the the, the country but i i am grateful for the mental fortitude because Mm you see once your mind gets out (laughs) there's a natural progression that your body follows so even people who live in so-called ghettos it is just for you to deliver yourself from your mind. It was Bob Murray who says to uh, emancipate yourself from mental safe slavery. You know, even in national leadership, it is written that one to the land whose master was once a slave. And thus that, that, with teaching. That's why I talked about um, the great teacher inspires because you, you, you reproduce, you teach what you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but you reproduce who you are. So most of our kids, especially even being a parent, most of our kids... I taught what to do, what not to do, but then they do what they see you do. So there have to be a degree of authenticity and sincerity in what you deliver. Mm. If it is not working in your life, you're not qualified to teach it.
0: Oh, come on, Dr. Estelle, don't cut him up like this. Now, wait a minute. This is supposed to be a friendly show. You're gonna come like that. He said, you teach what you know, but you reproduce who you are. Come, somebody, yes. you have to put that in the feed. <laughs> He's cutting right now. He's cutting. Dr. Dr. Estelle, this is supposed to be a friendly show, but you're dropping <laughs> tremendous knowledge. Uh this is tremendous <laughs> knowledge. Um uh, let let me let, let me ask you about this. When I first came over to Guyana, my first trip to Guyana, you were in the process of running for office. What office were you running for?
1: Um that was in our our local government election and um I was supporting the current administration, a partnership for national unity, and I was—I <laughs> believed in the philosophy of of service or servant mm-hmm. leadership, yeah. And thus, because I, when I came back from South Africa, I was very apolitical. I pride myself in saying I, I don't want anything to do with politics. But when my information knowledge um, progressed, you then realize how foolish that was because mm-hmm. everything. Hinges on politics, right? Um, you know, the Bible talks about praying for those in leadership. Yeah. But the thing is, the secret to getting the right leader in position is to position yourself. They said the psalmist says the heaviest penalty for declining to rule is to be ruled by someone less qualified than yourself.
0: Mm, the heaviest penalty for declining to rule is to be ruled by someone mm-hmm. less qualified you than yourself you already see these nuggets like right away i i me. won't have to remember them but i i've got them right
1: here that's probably we, we have a propensity and we, we take a position of weakness whereby we complain rather than reposition ourselves you see the, sometimes it it is not the position but you need to be repositioned mentally.
0: Mm, that's so good. you cannot
1: necessarily ask to be placed in a position when you don't have the mentality. Most people seek the certification which disqualifies them. So certification does not qualify you adequately to be in leadership. Mm. It must come from a, the deeper resources of your soul that you have and that is why i admire our current president he mm. is a father and he leads with the heart of a father mm. whereas you have others who are purporting to be leaders who mm. as i said are mannequins of democracy mannequins Mannequin. of democracy so they dressed in what you would like to buy but they don't talk they don't walk they are like puppets they simply echo the sentiments of the puppet master. So you have now in contrast, a leader who leads and understands what the nation needs. It was upon his birthday that he was asked, what do you want? And he responded by saying, I want to have all the kids who cannot afford to go to school, be able to go to school. So we had the the buses. This is the president I'm talking about or a leader president, David Granger. Yeah. Who had on his birthday initiated a a 5B initiative whereby all, if you could not afford to go to school, whether it was buses, bikes, boots, books, breakfast, that was his heart, the heart of a father. So we don't have a leader who is not touched by the informities of the, you know, yeah. Masses, yeah. You don't have a leader who is not influenced by the bourgeoisie, right? You have a leader who understands the plight of the people. So when I ran in the local government election, I was running under him, under his the umbrella of his administration. So even though I didn't win, (laughs) right, right, you would you would remember because you were there at the time. Yeah. That because Dr. Rivers asked me, "I see you think you're going to win?" Obviously, I said yes, but the um, it was just not my time.
0: No, no, it's but, not your time. But but wait a minute, yeah. because this is what I I want to get to. Um, when I mm-hmm. came, you you didn't win, and yeah. and and now watch this, and I want everybody listening to catch this. When we came, he didn't win, and in the in Campbellville, in the park, they didn't have lights. Mm -hmm. Right. And how long had it been since the park had lights?
1: As long as I could remember, as long as I was alive and living. As long as he was
0: alive. And so but one of the things you said is that they deserved lights. Uh, You talked about community cleanup projects and all these different things. And so now you guys catch this. When we went, he did not win. He did not win. (laughs) I want to show you this. Uh, Dr. Estelle, tell them what we're looking at here.
1: Yeah, this is Camerville, and most of the streets were 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 um, after not winning. I still try to fulfill my um um my word and deliver what I promised.
0: Now wait, wait, no, no, we can't run past that. <laughs> you guys, catch this. He did not win. But even though yeah. he didn't win, he still went back and did the community cleanup projects. He still yeah, went yeah. back and, and put up the lights in the community. Uh, there was one lady who needed a uh, had a wheelchair and needed a bridge, a yeah. little ramp yeah. from her home, and, and, and they went in and put in the ramp from her home. Now, yeah. no, 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 they didn't win. That's yeah. leadership. <laughs> that's quality. That's why he's looked upon with such high regards, because... He is it is his integrity. Now, you guys know that there's so many leaders that will make these promises. And if they win, they still may not do it. But here's a guy who made promises. And then when they didn't win, he still went back and and did it. And that's why I knew that we had to have uh, Dr. Estelle Collins on our show um, and and there's something that you said I, I don't even know if I can remember the quote um, but you talked about like politics and leadership it was a quote that you had oh
1: yeah we don't need more we don't need more politicians in leadership but more leadership in politicians
0: so. come on we don't need more <laughs> politicians in leadership but more leaders and more leadership in
1: politicians in politicians because I didn't come in as a politi- typical politician i came in as one who had who had a heart for the people in the community. And I believe they deserved better. Mm-hmm. Um, my government ran on the concept of a good life for all Guyanese.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And thus, I I allowed that to evolve into better matters. Yeah. So even though the good life was beginning to be provided or beginning to be realized, I wanted to be a catalyst that would, Ensure that better matters. So you don't just stop at the good life. Come on. But you demand more from your existence.
0: Come on. I told you guys, I know you guys keep messaging me. There's nothing I can do about it tonight. We can't go two hours. No, it's not gonna work. I have another show to do after this. But I told you that I'm bringing you the top people from around the world on this show. Uh, Dr. Estelle, uh, here you are with Prince Harry. Yes. Uh, what, what was it like to meet him in person?
1: You know, what was interesting is that Dr. Monroe taught me about the royal family. He said by the time he was five, he was trained how not to think like me and you. So getting to see him in person and to see how we, he had no jewelry, and even when it got crowded around him, he just beckoned and security arrived. So it, you understood the concept of the kingdom of God. When you... You don't have to wear your wealth, but whatever you touch is given value. Come on. So you don't ascribe, you know, that's why without an identity, and that is what I love about meeting Prince Harry, is the concept of identity. We wear other people. Everybody want to be like Mike, you know. We wear Nike, and we, we boast about the brands we wear, this is not uh, a cheap suit. This is you know, and you call a name. Right, right, yeah. So you wear things of value to give you value. Meeting Prince Harry, you understood that you have to become a person of value to add value <laughs> to wherever you go. Because because he came to Guyana and the various locations he 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 visited, it became valuable. Come on, his father Come. or his uncle visited before. And the places named after that visit because they, they, they came embodying value. And that is why I try to, to undergird when I speak or communicate to the, to, to the youth, is to understand your value, not your worth. Right, are right, right. I think X among because I believe that is what it's worth. But somebody else, you know, it's like if you have a ring, there's a story of a man who gives his son a ring and he said, go to the jeweler, go to the market and go to the uh, museum or, you know. And when he went to the market, it was sold. He said, you'll get $5 for this. When he went to the museum, you get $10. When you go to the jeweler, I will give you a million dollars because you might be devalued <laughs> based on who you're asking to validate you. Mm. So you have to understand who you are, whose you are, and why you're here. Only then can you make a a contribution to society in your time. Hence, I talked about the richest spot on earth is not necessarily the diamond mines, the gold mines. And this is a concept I got from Dr. Monroe. The richest spot on earth is the graveyard because most people die never showing up. The graveyard is the richest spot on earth because... Of the potential that was never order, that was that never manifested. So you have to understand, give people permission. Most of us talk about greatness and influence. And the question was asked, "Why are you so influential?" <laughs> mm. Because it was a particular political party that was trying to woo and seduce me to endorse. And I said, "My value." And then the, you know, the, the trinkets that comes. I said, my value is not necessarily my influence, but it's my ability not to be influenced. Mm. Oh, sir,
0: come on now. He said, my value is not necessarily my influence, but my ability to not be influenced. In other words, they can't get me on the flim flam. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. I love it, you guys. Man. I know, I know. We, we, Doctor Estelle, yeah. they're already. They keep messaging me on the side. Let me just get you to commit that you will come back. Will you come back? I will come back. Definitely, they will come back. I so he will come. come back. Quit blowing my thing up. There's nothing I can do. They keep blowing my phone up right here. There's nothing. <laughs> I'll ask him to come back. We only have so much time today, Doctor Estelle. I, I want to ask you uh, something else because this is this is important. Um, Dr. Clyde Rivers, founder of I Change Nations, looked at your body of work, all the things that you've been involved in, all the things you've done, uh, how you've positioned yourself, how you carry yourself. And and anybody listening right now, you already see this is a man of value. Uh, you already see his character. And so, Dr. Estelle, uh, Dr. Rivers, uh, through iChange Nations, uh, established the iChange Nations. Dr. Estelle Collins Global Inspiration Award. As a matter of fact, he took a delegation of 12 or so people there. There's uh, Dr. Corey Briggs receiving the Dr. Estelle Collins Award in Campbellville at an event that he set up while we were there. But what I want you to do is tell the people what it was like to have an award in your name and what is the criteria for the award?
1: That was particularly humbling because um, where I'm from, it is easy to you know, fit in and go along to get along. One of the greatest challenges in life is to be yourself in a world that is trying to make you like everyone else. Mm-hmm. So, And to effectively conduct the symphony of your life, you have to be willing to back the crowd. So I believe the criteria would be one who has the DNA of leadership, whereby you're not masquerading as a leader, you're not synthetic, but there's an organic aspect to your humanity in leadership where people don't not having met you should be inspired. And inspiration is not manipulation. Inspiration is when I are, when I'm driven to action because of my conviction. Yeah. You have people who are driven based on their personal desires. Right. But I want to, Make somebody else's life better simply because I exist, and mm-hmm. my existence not quantifies but ensures that their existence is manifested, and so that there's a there's there's a rippling effect. Mm-hmm. It was um, another mentor of mine who lived in South Africa, was Hamilton Ratsefola, mm-hmm. who said he he. He transformed my mind in terms of business and so forth. But there was a concept he said. He said, whenever I am obedient, God increases me. But whenever I work hard, I only maintain what I've acquired. (laughs) And the Bible says, when you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the fat of the land. Come on. So there there, there is a discipline and a blessing that comes with obedience. Yeah. So I think recipients of the award should be one who has the DNA of leadership that cares, that has compassion, and that because of their existence, and no one has to meet you, but by hearing about you, they are driven to be better. Because better matters. <laughs>
0: Come on, because better matters. Hey, listen, uh, listen. if you're listening right now, you heard about Dr. Stel Collins. You've heard about his amazing journey. Uh, this is just scratching the surface. I got a chance to spend time with him while I was in Guyana. He has a twin brother. Uh, they, they they can easily fool you, easily fool you. Uh, they, they look a lot alike. I got a chance to meet his mother. But this is what I want to commit to on this call tonight. Uh, you know, one of the things I know is that as you guys hear who he is and how he conducts himself and, and what he's really about, and he defined what it means to receive the Dr. Estelle Collins Global Inspiration Award. I want you to think of who do you know that deserves this award? Because one of the things that I'm committed to this year is is nominating some people for this award. And so if you're 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 writing, you're thinking right now, I want you to think of somebody who you know who, who is quality. You heard what he said that that they didn't even have to meet you, but they heard about you and they're inspired through hearing who you are. I want you to think about that. And I want you to tell me about that and, and send me a message. And unless and l- let me allow me to nominate them for this amazing award. Uh, and maybe, watch this, maybe we'll even get a group of us and go to Guyana and uh, and have him present them with the award, or maybe even we have to get him to come here. Uh, one of the two, but I definitely want to do that because Kerry uh, Wolford said quality, quality over quantity. Jamal Adams said better matters. Uh, <laughs> you know, this is just great. Uh, Dr. Tracy Ward said she was honored to be a recipient of the amazing.
1: It was true. You you guys flew to Guyana, 12 of you.
0: Yeah, 12 of us went.
1: which, which, Which blew my mind.
0: Yeah. yeah and and we want to do it again you know right now we're under this global pandemic but yeah. just tell the people what do you do now so you ran for office uh, that didn't go the way you wanted it and I think that's all part of yeah. God's orchestrated plan because there's some things you learn from that and watch this there's some pe- things that people learned about you that you're a man of integrity and that your your work doesn't depend on your win right you're going to yeah. work win or lose and so yes. what is it that you do now
1: I am assistant to the Director General of the Ministry of the presidency that's my last appointment mm-hmm. and um, you know people will I've learned that people forget what you said, people forget what you did, but people never forget how you made them feel indeed so I believe that um, as a in especially in this time we as as, as, the, as a human being have to be able to extend. Not only a helping hand, mm-hmm. but a caring heart. Mm. Because we don't know, especially with this pandemic, you don't know what people are going through, and and when even what a, what, a, what, a, what 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 we faced with in this country, mm-hmm. and it's you know, to see how people would, you know, lie, right, right, just 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 lie for some political gain, and that's why I, even though I'm working in the Ministry of the Presidency. With this administration um i am proud because there is a soul that guides and governs right and you've seen because we would have endured the brutality of the previous administration so and that is what infuriates and what is insulting right because it is not a government you did not give a chance (laughs) It's a government with a history of tyranny. So one is perplexed as to when you listen to the the media and you know, how people are easily bought and they would say, you know, anyway.
0: Yeah, I I got it, I got it. Well, uh, 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 Kerry Woodford said, how you make people feel is your greatest quality. Um, I, I was just interviewed on a show just the other day, and they asked me, tell me five qualities of a good leader. And I didn't say the traditional things, but the last one I said was that you make people... People associate being around you with an uplifted spirit. They love being around you, that when they come around you, they they feel better. And and one of the people I talked about was someone that we both know as a mentor is Dr. Clyde Rivers. And I remember when yeah. we were over in uh, Campbellville and we were walking into the soccer field and they were showing us and we're looking in there. And this guy was talking about the work he does. And Dr. Rivers took his pen off and pinned it yeah. on the guy and shook the guy's hand. And the guy was just in awe. You yeah, know, yeah, um, yeah, but really, that, that's the way you are. That when people come around you, uh, you're extremely humble. You're extremely intelligent, but you don't try and make them feel less than. I like it because yeah. Doctor Estelle can talk with people on any level, and so he represents the vice president and and these different people yeah. at different yeah. events and goes to speak on their behalf. And you have to have a level of trust in order to do that. And so I, I just wanted to throw that out there. Now, I got a couple of messages. Uh, Dr. Sonya Robinson, who's on here, she already asked me, hey, Dr. West, to ask him if he'll be on my show. And I don't want to pin you down like this, but she asked me, so I'm asking you. And then, of course, Dr. Charles wanted to, you to be on his show, and so... Uh, and then, of course, I want you back. And so uh, <laughs> you got three more opportunities to speak and no pressure. And I don't want to, you know, throw you under the bus, but you will do it, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, great. So there you go, uh, Dr. Sonya and Dr. Charles. We're good. And then I'll set up my, <laughs> my next date uh, for him. Uh, Dr. <laughs> Bell, uh I. I I have to have you back. I would take this right up until eight o'clock and end the show, but I literally have another event that I have to do for the next after an hour and a half afterwards. Uh, I am just blown away by your content. So here's what I want everybody to do. Do this for me right now. It's not going to do anything for me. And Dr. Estelle is already doing what he's doing. So it's not going to do anything for him, but there's somebody who needs to hear this interview. I mean, there's somebody who's thinking about going into leadership and they need to know that it's not going into leadership. It's leadership that is in you being brought out. Right. And so they got to know that he dropped some serious nuggets in this show and somebody needs it. So do me a favor right now. And and when you share it, don't just hit share and don't say nothing. Tell them why you shared it. Say you need to hear this. Share it and say Mm -hmm. you need to hear this. And, and, And here's another thing. We put some great comments in the feed. We put some great takeaways in the feed. And here's what I know. Your big takeaway could be someone else's big breakthrough. So you have to share this interview. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to let Dr. Estelle Collins uh, give us his clothing thoughts in just a moment. Hold on just a moment. (laughs) But I was very serious about nominating some people for his award. Um, I think the award is really only as good as the person that it's named after. And here's a person who has the utmost integrity. And I'm not saying this at a hype. I don't know many politicians who would not Win the election and still go back and do the things that they said they were going to do, and and he's laughing because he's like, well, it's not that big of a deal, but it is that big of a deal because most of us struggle with politicians that get elected and still don't do what they <laughs> said they were going to do, and so here you are, <laughs> here you are doing it after the fact, and so uh, it it is to be commended. Uh, your influence is tremendous. I can't wait to come to Guyana and and see you again. Yeah. I can't wait to submit the information to you about the people that we've uh, selected that for you to consider and your board consider to receive your award. Um, you guys, thank you for tuning in. I'm gonna let Dr. Estelle Collins uh, share with us uh, his closing thoughts, please, sir.
1: Yes, and you know, when you talk about the not winning, I, I remember uh, Dr. Mayangelo who says, I can be changed by what happens to me, but I refuse to be reduced. But Come on, anyway.
0: No, wait, wait, wait. wait. like, look, on the way out the door, he's just heavy hitting. Listen to what I tell you. Readers are leaders and leaders are readers, and Dr. Stell Collins is a leader and he's a reader. You see how he just drops this information, and you know that you're only ever getting a smidgen of his knowledge. That's why I knew I had to have him on the show. He was the first male I brought on this show because I wanted to set the standard, and he just raised the bar very, very High, and I don't know who I'm going to have next week. I, I'm, I'm struggling. I'm struggling for next week. Dr. Estelle Collins, uh, do me a favor, give us your closing thoughts.
1: Um, I usually use a poem that has, um, you know, sort of been my theme, which is I sought God and found myself, for I'm in him as he's in me. This is neither religion nor theology, but the essence of spirituality. Humanity has lost its way, but he remains the potter as we are the clay. Mm -hmm. Life has deceived us into making a living when love is all about giving. Time, the infinite, misrepresents the purpose of the fight. We battle for the greater good that is in mankind, not for the place of power to treat each other unkind. There's a presence that envelopes us with peace, and the same accepts us in spite of that unholy peace. We are lost but loved. We are disconnected yet cared for. He shouted and has whispered, Call on me whenever you feel separated from the peace that I am. You're not insignificant drops in the ocean of humanity. You are an ocean within a drop because greater is he is in you than he that is in the world. God bless you.
0: <laughs> there you have it ladies and gentlemen, uh, Dr. Estelle Collins. And I'd like to say, you know, this is the Voices of Change show and him, as well as the Vice President, the Honorable Sidney Alleycock, both received the Voices of Change Award, and now you can see why. Dr. Estelle Collins, we appreciate you. Thank you for being on Voices of Change, and we cannot wait to have you back, sir.
1: Thank you very much for having me.